So, Rick, uh, explain to the audience exactly what it is a stunt double does. Actors are required to do a, a lot of dangerous stuff. <laughs> Cliff here is meant to help carry the load. Is that uh, how you describe your job, Cliff? What, carrying his load? Yeah, it's about right. <laughs> <laughs> everyone and welcome back to our channel over here at broke boy media and today we're going to be reviewing once upon a time in hollywood so that that'll be a lot of fun oh, you um, forgot the you forgot the dot 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 the dot 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 oh yeah once upon a time dot 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 in hollywood <laughs> uh, gotta pause <laughs> right it's <laughs> some crazy stuff man uh, but as always, uh, like I said, welcome back to our channel, everyone, um, over at Broke Boy Media. Uh, my name is Christian, and I have Devin here today. And before we get started, I just want to let you guys know that you can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, and then we're trying um, Google Hangouts on YouTube. Um, uploaded a little trailer earlier today, Devin, so that was... Uh, interesting <laughs> fancy very very fancy it was uh you know i i bought myself a nice little uh you know macbook today uh during tax-free weekend down here in uh music city usa so that was a lot of fun um scored a really yeah, good deal. i don't think we i don't think we have that here in chi town i i thought every um i know ohio does it i remember that well i i thought every every state did it in general didn't they maybe I haven't heard anything about it until you said something. Hmm, that's really weird. I don't know. But, yeah, so, as I said before, we are going to be reviewing uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And this is Quentin Tarantino's ninth film. Not Supposedly a his second to last, which no one in the world believes. He's not just going to stop at ten. Right. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I I don't believe that for a second. There there's there's no way. I don't know, but I mean we'll see because uh, the, I mean there's been a lot of debate out there. Like, have you seen Kill Bill, uh, Volume One and Two? Yeah, of course. So, would you consider that to be one movie or two separate movies? Well, I watched them separately. Answer wisely. <laughs> it does say Volume One and Volume Two. I was talking about this with Jared the other day, and I don't know. He, me and Jared are on the same page. I can see why everyone thinks that it's two movies because you know you pay two movie tickets for it. But I don't know. Um, it's like the I I know if Tarantino, he would have wanted it to be one if there weren't like the construct of a movie being no more than like three hours max. Mm -hmm. Like, just based on the construct of needing a movie to be a certain time, it kind of makes it two movies. But I'm sure he, if he, he would have done one if he could have. Right. So, I'm, I'm, so, like, I guess my reasoning behind it is Kill Bill 2, like, literally happens, like, right after Kill Bill 1. Like, I mean, it's, it's a two hour, it's a four hour movie altogether if you put the two together. But I was talking, well, I was actually arguing with Jared and Dakota about this as well. Um, Ethan kind of came in at the last second, but he was trying to tell me that, and on the, in my thought is, if it's if it's a movie that's shot and filmed all at the same time, then then it's it's the same movie split into two parts. 
kind of like Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows 1 and 2, or how you have Avengers, um, Infinity War, and Endgame, because both of those movies were filmed at the same time, Endgame and Infinity War. Now, Jared's trying to tell me that, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's a flashback during the beginning of Endgame. That's not where it technically starts. I'm like... No, it, it starts off with Hawkeye. There's like a good 20 to 25 minutes before they even get into, you know, the five-year-later mark. He's going to try to tell me that that's a, um, what you want to call it, a, um, a flashback. I was like, that's, nah, that's not a flashback. Not to me. I don't know. What do you think? I think the Hawkeye scene was just filling in what we didn't get to see. Yeah, that is true. Barely a flashback. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really call it a flashback, but because I know that that was that scene was supposed to be in Endgame, um, when Hawkeye lost his family in general. But um, I don't know. Uh, I just I guess I'm just indifferent about it. I view it as one full movie because it's one movie all together, and you know it tells a greater story. But I don't know, that, that's just me. I know different people think differently about it. So it's <laughs> it's kind of um, a mystery. But let us know what you think out there. Um, if you think that this is, if Kill Bill 1 and 2 counts as two movies or one movie. Because, I mean, a lot of people have trouble sitting through a three-hour movie now, which once upon a time in Hollywood is pushing three hours. It's around 2.45, two hours yeah. and 45 minutes. Um, so I don't know. We'll see, but I don't know. That's just my hot take on the subject. But, uh, before we get into the review really quick, have any, uh, interesting stories that you came across, uh, this week that you, uh, might want to talk about as far as movies or yeah. Yeah. Just anything in general. Um, I'm still just very excited about the MCU. I just, can't stop thinking about it. They've been spoiling us rotten. Like, I don't think we're going to see another Avengers for a while. Probably not until Phase 5, because there wasn't an Avengers on there. But we kind of got, you know, the special treatment with two Avengers movies back-to-back. Because normally normally when an Avengers movie comes out, it's like a big event. You know, when um, when Infinity War came out, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. And then... It had been a while, you know, a lot of people didn't like Age of Ultron. I personally liked it, but that's just me. I understand why other people didn't, but yeah, I don't know. That's just uh, my little thoughts about it in general. But, I, got, I got very excited about the, the Ryan Reynolds tease today on Instagram about Deadpool. Okay, so I remember that being like a um, a thing for a while, but... I couldn't remember exactly. I can't. I don't. Do you want to fill me in on that? Because I, I can't really remember. Because I remember- basically he posted on Instagram talking about like Phase Five and just saying like Phase Five. So he's kind of like teasing towards Deadpool being introduced in Phase Five of the MCU, which would be amazing. That would be pretty cool, and I really hope that they keep him. Um, you know. Um, Ah, rated R in general, excuse me. But, yeah, I really hope they keep that in general. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there was anything I came across this week 
I sent uh, you that that uh, interview with uh, Simu Lu. I think his name is. Oh yeah, that's right. I just keep getting more excited about him because he just he's so charming. Yeah, that is true. Wait, hold on one second for me. Delight. Yeah, I was like, it's a little dark in here. <laughs> Had to uh, open up the blinds there for a second, so I apologize. But we're back. We are back. Um, yeah, you sent me that, and I don't know. I'm trying to think. I think I was. I need to start getting into Umbrella Academy. I was gonna watch that uh, possibly, but um, it's definitely entertaining. Definitely, I need yeah, I need to watch that. I almost put it in the trailer in general, but I didn't know anything about it, and I didn't want to like spoil anything for myself. So I think it's definitely a big part of Netflix's future. It's one of the programs that they have ongoing, seemingly. Yeah, man. I mean, we have all these streaming services coming up, and HBO Max actually sounds really like really too good good to be true. Yeah, for like 15 bucks, you literally, it's, I think that, because I didn't know HBO was owned by Warner Brothers. I didn't know that at all. But apparently. Makes sense with all the add-ons you get here. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And uh, Yeah, there's, a, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure, sh- my theory is I think they're going to weed out um, DC Comics and just have that all together in general. But I don't know. It'd be very, very interesting. And we get Cartoon Network, so we get to watch Rick and Morty easily. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Very, very excited about that. Yes. <laughs> that'll be uh, amazing. It'll, it'll, it'll be amazing, Morty. Fantastic. <laughs> I, can, I can't even try the voices. I'm not good enough. I don't know. I can, I can kind of do Morty's like, oh, oh, geez, Rick. Oh, man. I I don't know. I'm not. I can't really hold it for too long without laughing myself. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah. So let's uh, let's just dive right into Once Upon a Time. Dot dot dot. In Hollywood, the year uh, is 1969. Yes, year is 1969. We have Rick Dalton and Cliff Booth. Cliff Such Booth. good names. Yeah. But here, I'll, I'll read the synopsis uh, really quick. Uh, a faded television actor and his stunt double strive to achieve fame and success in the film industry during the final years of Hollywood's golden age in 1969 Los Angeles. Directed and written by Quentin Tarantino. And we have on board Brad Pitt. We have uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. We have Margot Robbie, among others as well. And it was... It, it was it was a great film, honestly. I I loved every second of it. Um, <laughs> just really quick, when I saw it on Thursday, um, I went to the movies. I was like, okay, you know, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I emptied all my fluids and everything else. And there's this old late this old couple like to the right of me, and they're literally talking throughout the entire movie. And I was like. Great. And it, and it wasn't about the movie in general. It was about just random things that had nothing to do with the movie. And I was of course. like, yeah, of course, of course. And I didn't want to be rude. I'd be like, hey, you know, um, we want to 
Shut up. <laughs> well, well, if they're being rude, would that really be rude for you to say something? Very true. And I was going to say something, and I kind of looked around to see if I could move anywhere else. And, of course, it being a new movie and a Quentin Tarantino movie, um, the whole place was full. So I was stuck. <laughs> I had two choices, to stay there or, or, or leave in general. So... <laughs> I was like, looks like my ass is staying. <laughs> I had an interesting theater experience as well. What happened? I figured it's a special occasion. It's a Tarantino movie. We're only getting 10, mm-hmm. there, allegedly. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd treat myself and try the AMC dining experience. And it wasn't, it was not great at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I normally stick to Twizzlers, honestly, if, if I'm being completely honest with that. It's not, um, I, I always thought about buying their, um, you know, their gourmet food, but I think the closest that I got was, um, buying caramel corn. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, food, the food wasn't, wasn't very good. And then it just, it gets there. Then you were just eating in the dark, watching the movie. It's just not very appealing. D- doesn't that make you sleepy though? Not really. No? I, I don't get, know. I don't get the itis. I get the itis. <laughs> and then it smells, it stinks up the whole theater, whatever food you get. And then everyone's like looking at you. They're like, oh, what'd you get? And I'm well, like, well, that and like, you know, the entire staff like walking up and down the aisles. Yeah. And like, I know it's not like the biggest issue in the world, but. Um, and then you, then you just leave all your stuff there when you're done. It's just sitting there like. Yeah, you kind of feel bad about it, so yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. I, I, won't, I won't be doing that again. <laughs> and it was absurdly expensive, so. Absurdly absurd. Yeah, and then I was going to say, like, didn't it, like, cost you, like, an arm and a leg? Yes, it was, like, $25 for the meal. <sighs> no. Well, then again, we do have the movie pass through AMC, so. Yes. I guess, technically, we shouldn't complain. But... <laughs> It's the principle. <laughs> it's the principle. Um, did you get any discount, like, with the food in itself? No. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to buy it then. Looks like I'm sneaking in Wendy's next time for sure. <laughs> yeah, chicken sandwiches up your legs, jeans. Oh, man. I can't I can't believe that Dakota did that. That was crazy. That was Look, Avengers 1. Avengers? That's right. That's we saw how long first. ago it was. <sighs> what is that, 2012? That was a long time yeah. ago. Man, years are starting to fly by. I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, who am I anymore? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not this young whippersnapper I used to be. <laughs> I'm like, I felt like I was like 19, like last year. <laughs> you're, never, you're never as young as you are right now. That is very true. Who, who's, who said that? Your dad? I feel I like I feel Gandhi. Like, I don't know. Oh, I don't know either. It's weird. Hmm. Interesting stuff, but yeah. So, uh, what, what were your uh, thoughts about um, the trailer leading into this? Because I was freaking hyped. So I, was I don't like, think I've ever seen a trailer more. And it, it wasn't even me just like watching the video on YouTube. It showed before every movie that I saw leading up into it. Yeah, it's like a- Angels Has Fallen. Yeah. <laughs> even even more than that though. Like I saw it before every single movie. No, I, mean, I, I think I saw Angels Has Fallen. A thousand times more over Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
Wow. That's... I'm not going to lie. That's, I, I don't want to go see it, like, at all. Like, I don't want to review it. I don't want to go see it. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> it just looks so bad. Like, and, and it's not, it, it just reminds me of, um, I would say, it's kind of like one of those daytime shows that come on. They're like kind of okay, and like they try to build up all the suspense, but like it, it's it's just not there. It's just not there. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, the trailer had me excited. It, it always looked good. Like there were a couple of different trailers, and I liked all of them. But I really liked the one where the little girl whispers in his ear. That's the best acting I've ever seen in my life. Whole life. <laughs> he just he was like, crying. "Thank you." He was like, "Rick was fucking dumb." So good. <laughs> Oh man, yeah this this was a very well woven, like choreographed story in general, and it does start off a little slower, but I kind of enjoyed it. And like I see a lot of people on Twitter, they're like, "Yeah, like you know, it was all right. It wasn't like the best." And I was like, "Okay, I mean that that's fine," but they're complaining about how slow it is, and I was like, "Well, I mean, the ending was <laughs> fucking awesome." <laughs> yes. I was like, what did I just watch that, right that now? That last 20 minutes just... I would even say the last 45 minutes, like, just in general. But, yeah, like, especially especially the, the last 20 minutes, I was like, what the hell is happening? Like, the like okay, so the kids that are um, in the movie and that they're... I don't even... Like, where do they come from? Are they just, like... They're, the, they're part of the Manson family. Oh, that's right. The Manson murders. That's that's what. It, okay. And so, the, the trailer, the trailer is pretty deceiving because that's literally the only part that Charles Manson is in is the part that they showed in the tra- in the trailer. Yeah. So Charles Man- Charles Manson was the um, the guy who was kind of walking around. Yeah. And he was like, oh, he's like a buddy of mine he used to live here when he uh, went up to uh, Margot Robbie's house or whatever. And he's like, oh, he's like Charlie's gonna like you. Yeah. So those are so, all. So if, you're, if you're going and expecting a Charles Manson movie, that's it's just not what it is at all. He's he's the small part of it overall. Right. Okay. So all those were like his kids, or just just well, not every single one. Just part of whatever you want to call it, the community. I don't know. Right. Okay. Okay. So kind of like a cult. Yeah. It was it was a giant cult. Giant cult. Okay. Yeah, because like when Cliff like walks up to find his uh you know what the, his old colleagues that he used to work with, and I was like, oh man, something about to fucking happen. Like he's gonna die. Like, what's going on? I was like, no, Cliff, don't walk into that house. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, that that was a very eerie scene for me, and I was just like, it um, it it got me. Like I mean it. The, the suspense was there, the the belief was there, and uh, what, what was his old, the old colleague's name? I think his name was like Charlie or something like that. I don't remember. I can't remember either. But yeah, the, that that was that was probably. I mean, aside from like the last <laughs> like twenty minutes of the movie, that was probably one of my favorite scenes. But I I love how like I think Cliff was, was my favorite character. Oh, Brad Pitt stole the show. <laughs> he, this is one of his best roles, like since probably. I agree. Ocean, I agree. Fight Club, like it's his best in a long time. Oh yeah, <laughs> the train has left the station. 
<laughs> he gets carried off at the end in the ambulance. He's like, stop by tomorrow. Take care of your lady. Bring bagels. <laughs> he's just like such a one of the coolest characters ever made. Like you just want to hang out with Cliff Booth all right. day. He was just like such a happy-go-lucky guy and he got away with murder, literally killing his own wife. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> he's literally like, he's the point of view of the audience member. He's just like witnessing all this weird Hollywood stuff happening. He's just like going with it. He's just, he's self-aware, but he he enjoys it. So he's just having a good time. <laughs> the train has left the station. <laughs> very, very, very McConaughey-like. Oh yeah. Very, very McConaughey-like. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, I would. I mean, Margot Robbie's character, like, she was kind of just there, but I mean, you know, she just she lived next door to Rick Dalton. Um, Rick was, I mean, obviously Leonardo DiCaprio is, is great in whatever yeah, role it's... that he plays in, and there's no no discredit to him whatsoever. Just for whatever reason, I yeah, I definitely think Brad Pitt stole the show. I mean, in like whatever Leonardo DiCaprio's in. He's he's always giving it his. He's, he's amazing no matter what. Yeah, and like you you expect that, and you're like, okay, you know, Brad Pitt. It's it's a little wishy washy with some actors, but not saying that he's a bad actor. It's just you know, some. This some... is the this is the perfect romance though. Those two characters. Yeah, and, and like and it wasn't like a buddy cop movie. They were just pals. <laughs> they, they're just very loyal to each other. Like you kept expecting one of them to like switch on the other and like not be a good loyal friend but they just they kept with it the whole time yeah i i thought the cat i thought rick dalton was definitely gonna like screw cliff over in some some way shape or form but that didn't really happen but i love it when <laughs> he try when cliff tries to you know become pretty much like a stuntman again during whatever the uh spaghetti westerns that uh rick dalton's doing and he's like sitting on the roof thinking about like that flashback was so funny. <laughs> oh my god, with, with Bruce Lee of all people. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is this is really interesting. Like, I just I, I had a great time overall. <laughs> he was like, if I accidentally he, kill he you, he beat the I, shit out of Bruce Lee. He, fr- he threw him against that freaking car. Yeah, <laughs> the dude's wife's car, and he's like, she's like, what the fuck is going on? And he's and like, she, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> he was like, yeah, all right, that's fair, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> like that's such a long setup for a joke, but it, it works out so perfectly once right. he delivers it. Yeah, it's oh my gosh, that's that's the best. <laughs> But um, the uh, the Manson children, they were um, they they did a really good job. Just you know, kind of just being there and being eerie, and you know, <laughs> what was the uh, the girl's name that he uh, picked up? Hitchhike Pussycat, I think her name was. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "We love our pussy." <laughs> he was like, "Yes, we do." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he, really, he was like, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need to see some ID. Right. She was like, Do you mind if I like suck you off while you drive? And he's like, How old are you? <laughs> and then like she lays on his lap and she has like all this like hairy armpits. She's like, Well, clearly I'm old enough. And he's like, He's like, I'm not gonna go to jail over some poontang. <laughs> so so funny. Oh my god. I have to say overall, this this is probably Tarantino's funniest movie. Like there's a lot of good jokes. Yeah, that I mean, I I really do love uh, Inglorious Bastards though. That that movie is 
so great. It's amazing. But uh, yeah, th this one was just riddled with jokes in general. And, you know, there was, it's, it's not as action heavy as his other films, and that's totally fine. For whatever reason, I don't know why people didn't... That's probably why people didn't like Hateful Eight, because there wasn't as much going on. But um, I I personally like Hateful Eight a lot. And I know that there's like an extend cut, extended cut on Netflix. I need to watch that. <laughs> yeah, makes like, it even longer. Is it really? Oh, yes. See, like, I, I, I enjoy long movies. I don't mind sitting through the extended editions of, like, Lord of the Rings or, I mean, honestly, if I were to ever watch Avatar again, I mean, I, I will watch the extended cut. I mean, like, why not? Because it's, 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 it's a director's cut. But um, they, they definitely should have added more into the Avengers Endgame uh, re-release. Because, I mean, obviously, yeah, they clearly did it to beat Avatar. And which they did, which is really, really nice. But, um, yeah, it was, I, I wish they would have just, I wish they would have had, like, more of an extended cut for Avengers Infinity War for that. But um, besides uh, Cliff and Rick Dalton, who are up? Did you have any other favorite characters in general? Or were you kind of just, you know, like, yeah, Cliff and Rick all the way? That, uh, that little girl, that little child actor, like, blew me away. I was like, whoa. Who's oh, yeah, that? she was really great. I loved her. That was insane. She was, had so much personality. <laughs> I'm, trying to was, figure out, I'm trying to find her name she was like I like to stay in character no matter what please address me by my character's name because I don't like to break character and she's like I don't like to use the word actress I like yeah. to use the word actor and she was right <laughs> she, yeah, was she, right. <laughs> she was right she was right Julia Butters and she played Trudy Julia Butters Butters Trudy hmm. yeah she was really good yeah, I, the entire the scene where he kept like forgetting his lines and he's like, "What was that again?" <laughs> he was like, "Cut!" He was like, um, "Are we gonna keep rolling?" Or he was like, "He." It's like he knew the lines, but obviously, you know, he's, he's pretty much just like a wash up that wash up actor. But I mean, the cool thing about the movie was it, it was a movie about making movies, which was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of got that little. Um, lookout or aspect to it overall but like when rick dalton like forgets his lines and he goes back into his trailer into his trailer <laughs> and he just starts freaking destroying everything and he's like D -d 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 -d. <laughs> yeah that was interesting that he had a stuttering issue as a character trait yeah and i noticed that throughout i was like okay like he's probably either on something i mean cliff drove him around everywhere because he had too many duis yeah that, that narrator came in and he was like that was a lie <laughs> i think the funniest part when he's interacting uh with trudy was it judy yeah trudy trudy, trudy um <laughs> When he's talking, uh, when he's reading the book and it's pretty much just explaining what's going on in his life, um, about what the other character was going through, about pretty much being a washed up has been, and he starts crying. She's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And he's like, You'll get there. Just give it 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, that was a sneaky little line right there. That was nice. <laughs> that was really nice. 
But yeah, we can um let's let's talk about the ending because that's come on that oh my gosh, <laughs> freaking Maya Hawk is in this movie. Yeah, I was like, whoa, hello. Like I didn't know her. I was just sitting there. Yeah. I was like, she kind of looks familiar. I'm like, oh my god, that's Maya Hawk. Like, holy crap! An insane revelation yesterday what? and today. What's up? She her parents are both extremely famous. Are they? Her mom is Uma Thurman, and her dad is Ethan Hawke. Oh. Oh, what? That is is some bloodlines there. That's crazy. I did not know that. And, of course, Uma Thurman, very well known for Pulp Fiction and being in in movies. It all comes full circle. Hmm. That's really interesting. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's wow. Wow. That's crazy. Oh my god. What are we doing with our lives? <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, maybe uh why was maybe, I not born into this fame and fortune? Maybe her daughter can take over the Kill Bill mantle, who knows? Oh, that would be amazing. Kill Bill three! Yes, let's yeah, they, go! They, they, <laughs> once you did a Kill Bill three with Uma Thurman and Maya Hawk and she was like passing off the mantle to her. That would be pretty sweet. That would be badass. Quentin Tarantino, he did say that Kill Bill Volume 3 still might happen. That that might be his last hurrah. So, depending on this movie. Well, it's been a while since I've seen any of the Kill Bills. But they are freaking amazing. I actually might watch those next weekend. I don't know. Possibly. But um, what is anything else you wanted to uh, talk about really quick, or did you want to kind of just wrap this one up? And now we're trying to trying to make our videos a little bit shorter here, folks. Just because the, the ending is just insane. <laughs> Freaking just acid. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you t- uh, Cliff takes the uh, the cigarette dip- dipped in acid after they come back from the plane. He's like, "All right," he takes his dog out for a walk. And he's like, and away we go. <laughs> his, his dog was awesome, too. Oh, my gosh. It, when he tried to eat the dog food, though, I was like, oh, that's yeah. so gross. I kept showing close-ups of that dog food just, like, slurping off the can and into it, the bowl. I mean, It didn't even look like dog food. It just looked like processed jelly. I don't even know what you, what you would call it in general. I don't know. But yeah, that was um, <laughs> that was freaky. <laughs> well, I love it how <laughs> freaking um, you know the Manson kids come up towards in their loud ass muffler in the middle of the cul-de-sac. And then Rick Dalton's like, "What are you doing?" The way that he came out <laughs> in his robe, in his robe, and he had the full picture of Margarita. I was yeah. like, he literally looks like a wash-up right now. <laughs> It was a freaking chicken legs too. I was like, "Oh, sorry about that." <laughs> Knocked my uh, um, headphones out. But he, he had those chicken legs. I was like, "Oh my god, he looks so funny right now." Yeah. Just an entire pitch blender picture of margarita in his fucking hands. <laughs> and he takes a sip out of it too. <laughs> He goes up to the kids and he tells them to fucking leave. And he looks at the girl. He was like, what are you looking at, you ginger hair fuck? (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. I thought he was going to die right then and there because uh, Tex had that gun. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> uh-oh. But he never yeah, really that, does it. Of course, in Tarantino style, this changes the entire course of history. And instead of killing Sharon Tate, like they actually did on that night, they decided to try to kill uh, Rick Dalton instead. And right. that, that didn't work out very well for them. Because yeah, well, it's a badass. Yeah, okay. Well, because Charlie told them to kill everyone. And... He told them to kill the people in Sharon Tate's house. Yeah, in Sharon Tate's. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I was like, hmm, that's. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't really think they were actually going to go through with it until they actually started attacking. <laughs> but then, you know, Cliff comes up <laughs> and he has. <laughs> He's just like so. He's so calm. He's so calm to the inside. He was like, "Wait." He's like, "I I know all you three. Freaking Texas holding a gun to him." He's like, "You're you're the kids from the I forgot the name of the actual place. Uh, the the one set from from Bounty from Bounty Law." He's like, "He's like, what's he's like, what's your name again, man?" And then he's like, "I'm the freaking devil." He's like, "No, something stupider than that." Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Tex." <laughs> And then the dog just comes in and he's like, just bites everything. Oh my gosh, destroys Tex. Destroys Tex. Destroys. Um... And then he, he takes the dog food and just like chucks it at this lady and just like that was insane, her dude. Face. Her he... face was destroyed. She couldn't stop screaming. Yeah, yeah. The girl with the black hair. I was like, <laughs> that whole sequence, dude, because. It's it's not a Quentin Tarantino movie unless there's like a pretty much a big bloodbath. Very gratuitous violence. Yeah, like at the end, of, I mean, Django is just like that's a bloodbath. That is a bloodbath. I mean, Literally. yeah, it was insane. I was like, oh my god. So it's hateful eight, dude. But everyone kind of like dropped off one by one. But like that became a huge bloodbath in itself because everyone dies at the end spoilers fyi but i probably should have said that earlier but it's whatever but yeah dude freaking cliff booth being a stunt man freaking handled himself i was like okay i'm like you know he's he's tripping on some acid right now but he's very uh focused <laughs> save the day save the day Oh my gosh! I think that, and I, then the the best part is the pool scene where literally she comes out with the gun and just like crashes through the window and he's sitting there with his headphones on. He was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> he was so shaken. He was like, "I've just been out here, you know, doing my thing, and then this crazy lady with a." like beaten in face and let's talk about the ginger haired girl when he freaking just repeatedly like oh my god it was like 10 times like yeah just smashes her the, head face on the head on the every table fr- on it the freaking painful. fireplace i was like oh my gosh he looks he's like ah, she, she she's is done. dead forever she's dead she she, she and then, and then the crazy lady dives into the pool can't see anything she's just like shooting randomly and screaming she was like she was so hysterical dude i was like <laughs> goes into a shed and pulls out, pulls the, out the flame, flame <laughs> uh, such they didn't run order any solid crowd <laughs> the crowd in my theater like went wild in that scene that was <laughs> and like the music came back up i was like oh man freaking just burns her to a char he was like the only weapon he had. <laughs> oh my god, that was that was the best. That was literally the best. I wow, just 
just wow. I think that was probably one of my favorite endings to any movie ever. And then after all that happens, he just goes to visit the neighbors and then seemingly <laughs> like, becomes the good fuck buddies. Happened? Yeah. He was like, what the fuck happened? He's like, these damn hippies tried to break into my house, man. Like, <laughs> he was like, he's like, is everyone okay? He's like, yeah, we're fine. The yeah, hippies my, aren't, but we're okay. My stunt double took out two and I took out one. He's like, yep, charged it to Chris. <laughs> They got away with murder. <laughs> well, that Cliff got away play. with murder twice. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff's just living life free. Yeah. And I thought we were going to see more of like a little bit more of a dark side with Cliff, but I'm kind of glad we didn't because it's like he's just a guy trying to make a living, and so is Rick Dalton. It's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of funny for a Tarantino movie. This was like an extremely happy ending. Yeah, it actually was. You know, it does make sense though because obviously the title is "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood," and when you hear "Once Upon a Time," you think fairy tale. True. Obviously, every fairy tale has to have a happy ending. So. Yeah, even the the um, the uh, audio or like the uh, soundtrack or that that song that they started playing towards the end was very uh, you know fairy tale esque, and it kind of just went into it. But like normally. When his movies, you know, it'll show like, oh, like this movie's called blah 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 blah. Oh no, it it, it did during the beginning. I forgot. I was it it did it twice. I totally forgot about that, and I just re- saw it again today for a better viewing experience, which it was. I was like, okay, good. But I had a quick so with Jane Tate, um, that that was her in the movie that she went to go see, right? Yeah. The first time I saw, it, I was like, "Oh, she's trying to sneak in." I'm like, "Oh no, no, that was her." But I was like, "That's me, the klutz." <laughs> yeah, the klutz. <laughs> Margot Robbie was so good in the limited lines she had. I know. Yeah, no, she she killed it. I mean, you know, she's she's doing her own thing, and it was what it was, man. I just I I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I I I would put it up there, probably, probably my top five Quentin Tarantino movies. Um, not necessarily like maybe like number like five or four, but overall, great, great movie. I loved it. Loved every second of it. So, um, you want to uh, get into scores really quick? Yeah. What would you uh, give this bad, this bad boy out of a hundred, out of a hundred bagels? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I thought the first and third acts were like perfect, like amazing. I do agree that with some people that the second act had some parts that just didn't feel necessary and it kind of dragged on a little bit. Like, I, I really like that scene where he goes to visit that old guy, but I kind of wish it, it ended a little better because the tension was built so perfectly and then it just kind of, he yeah, just kind of, he kind of just leaves. Yeah. I kind of wish that was like a little more action packed, but other than that, it's, it's a really good movie. I'm thinking like a 90. Okay. 90 bagels. I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. I would um yeah I, I would probably I would give it a um, just 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 a ninety one in general um pretty much for every reason that um that you have said I mean overall I I, mean, I I love the movie just you know all three acts were great um yeah I do wish that something would have happened more with Cliff uh, when he went to drop off uh, Pussycat in general because he kind of just got away scot free before anything happened um. Like, he smashed yeah. he smashed that dude's face in too. Oh my god, dude, that was insane. That was crazy. 
That was like, oh man. Did you catch that uh the mid credit scene? There's a mid credit scene? Yeah. Oh my god. No wonder why people stay behind. There's a there's a Rick Dalton cigarette commercial. Oh really? I also had to see if I can find it online so I can uh, view it in general. It shows the whole commercial, and after after the the scene cuts, Rick Dolan's like, "This this tastes like shit. I don't even smoke this." <laughs> I'll definitely have to see if I can find that find that online. I was wondering why people were staying behind. I was like, I don't think there's a big credit scene, but I don't know. But what I really enjoy about Tarantino's movies is that he doesn't necessarily make sequels with the Exception of Kill Bill, which I still don't think is a sequel. It's just a continuation. Like for a sequel for me, it means that an amount of time has had to have passed by at least like a few months or whatever, whatever between two different movies in general. But that's just me. But um, anything else you wanted to cover before we uh, wrap up here? I think that's it. Okay, well, thank you, uh, Devin, for coming on as well, um, as always. And for everyone at home, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, BrokeBoyMedia. That's Broke underscore boy, spelled B-O-I underscore media. And again, you can uh, listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. And you can watch us on YouTube in general. But, yeah, man, what's... uh, Let's get out of here. I, I still have to go see Ar- The Art of Self-Defense, and I was supposed to go yesterday, but I got too caught up in errands, so I'm going to try to um, go see it tomorrow before it leaves theaters. Um, you you went to go see The Farewell, well, right? I did. How was it? It was really good. It's, it's uh, Supposedly, it's, it's coming here to town uh, August 2nd, so it's coming up Friday, but... I don't know if it's going to be in the ANC theater. I'm hoping that it will be because I don't feel like going to that other theater, that stupid, stupid Belcourt theater. It's just, ugh, it's terrible. But um, I think, well, what's the next movie we might review? I mean, if you, if if I go see Farewell, The Farewell, or we can do The Art of Self-Defense with um, Harlan, or... I think Art of Self-Defense might be one of my top ten of the year. Really? It's, really? it's really good. I really gotta go see it. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna go try to see that tomorrow then. Um, Hobbs up and next, Shaw. Next, yeah, next we got Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. That'll be I interesting. I think that's all that's coming out next weekend. Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm just waiting for good boys, man. <laughs> good boys. That's all I want. Three, three more weeks. Three more weeks. And, and Dora. <laughs> Dora's in two weeks. <laughs> Are we doing this? <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll see it. it. It should be entertaining. <laughs> I know the reason why everyone's going to see it, but, you know, that's fine, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, Devin, for coming on. And bye, everybody. We're going to get ready for the week because it's a Sunday. Thanks. That was the best acting I've ever seen in my whole life. Like you.